1: Live from Estopan, all in.
0: It's the Vamos Morados podcast,
1: powered by the state of Louisville.
0: Welcome, everyone, to the Vamos Morados podcast on the State of Louisville Podcast Network. I am your host Zach, and I'm Benton. bit uh, Benton, Bud. We we skipped last week.
1: Yeah, we did. (laughs) not I'm sorry,
0: everybody. I know you like hearing me drone on about stuff I only kind of know about.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we didn't even say anything. We just got, life got busy. Like, yeah, we'll we'll pick it back up next week. That's okay. I had
0: intended to post, but I was like, well, I don't want to post Monday because we don't usually post till the end of the week. And then I forgot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we just need to post as soon as we know we're not going to be able to record for whatever reason. But hey, we're back now. That's all that counts, right? We're
0: here. Yeah. I will cool. say last week would have been a more fun week to talk about.
1: I yeah, yeah prob- probably, but yeah. yeah, you win some, you lose some.
0: That's how it goes. Uh, ben, what are you into this week?
1: Okay, so uh, what I'm going to say I'm into this week is that I went I went rock climbing with my, my friend the other day. And I'm going to try to get into it. I don't do so well Ooh. with heights, but I think it's one of those things like where if I just keep pushing myself, I'll kind of get more used to it. Um, and you know, since I retired from, from old man league, I need to, I needed some sort of physical activity. I need something to do. My friend's been really into it. His wife, uh, like hurt her leg, So she's not being able to climb. So he's not able to climb with. He's been badgering me to do it. And did you go so, to um, now, um, I've actually been there before. I did a little bit of bouldering in the past with him and it didn't, it didn't catch with me. But um, now he does more of like the traditional climbing with the rope and the like lo- the okay. higher walls. So we went to this place called Rock Sport. Have you, have well, okay.
0: I, I'm going to be I'm going to be I'm going to be climbing vocabulary. Uh, pedance on you. Traditional climbing actually refers to a specific thing, which is when you climb up cracks in the wall and you don't have bolts to clip into and you bring your own little things to shove in the cracks to make your safety gear as you go up sport climbing is what you did
1: with the rope and stuff yeah
0: yeah you have a you also have a rope and track climbing but sport climbing is where the bolts are already up there
1: yeah okay i i know what you're talking about like and we didn't do that thing we did the one where there's a rope up at the top of hardcore like
0: anytime you see anyone climb in a movie they're doing track climbing because because it's cinematically uh exciting to see someone fall and have a bunch of bolts rip out of a crack uh
1: so do you do you climb, or are you just knowledgeable? You're, you're knowledgeable a lot about a lot of things. So I genuinely don't know if you climb. <laughs> yeah,
0: if the camp hat wasn't a giveaway, I climb. Oh, okay, I was going to cool. say we should go climbing.
1: Hell yeah! Okay, cool. Uh, yeah,
0: well, um, so we have not again- been as much since Chuck was born. Sorry to blame it on Chuck, but uh, before Chuck was born, we had a climb Loom membership, so we went like three times a week.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I mean, um, yeah, I, I did some bouldering with him in the past, and then just kind of stopped and now that i'm not doing yeah. doing the soccer anymore i'm like i need to do something get out there and this will be a good way to to work out and push me it'll have be you different ever noticed fun. that i
0: used to have shoulder muscles like three years ago and they're gone that's because i used to climb a lot mm. more
1: well i'm uh i'm pretty bad at it but hey at least i'm getting out there having fun they had some good music and stuff going there. It was a it was a cool yeah. vibe so um yeah i'm going to give it more of a try again still pretty uncomfortable with with heights so uh Bouldering boulder, kind of my thing, but like it's, it's I feel not like that's a lot tall. harder. Yeah, the bouldering is not as tall, but it's like harder on you. At least at, at rock sport, the bouldering walls they have were a lot more like required a lot more strength, like you're hanging, yeah. like but I, I it was a little more more vertical at Climb Nulu. So I need to go back to Climb Nulu and try that again sometime. But either way, I'm gonna well, try to go climbing. We bought stuff. like
0: a um because they had a sale going, we got like a 10 visit punch card since we don't have our membership anymore. That we still have like seven visits left on. So,
1: okay, well, cool. Well, then we're going to go climbing soon. I didn't know you did that. Sounds we're all, see, we're all we're all learning together. The people listening with us are learning too. There we go. <laughs> so, climbing is my thing. Zach, what have you been into this week?
0: Okay, uh, I've kind of been into the new season of the Bear. Um, I, I don't, did, did you watch the first season at all of that? No, it,
1: it's 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 like the FX show about like he like FX works show, in the kitchen it's or a something.
0: Kitchen. Everyone's always yelling at each other that's about uh, the exact
1: ex- I know it's some some dude works in a kitchen stressful. and that, that's about it
0: yeah uh uh new season of the sh- uh, new season of the bear is is quite good uh but I think I've mostly been into uh I built myself a new game boy this week uh, I'm a big fan of that I don't know if we're gonna post a video but uh I made uh I made like a custom game boy Advance uh with like a uh see-through green shell and a like a new backlit uh, nice new screen on it so that was very fun although my little brother has all of our Game Boy Advance games from growing up so I need to I need to buy a couple more Game Boy Advance games to actually play on it
1: or you get one of those oh what are they called where you can put an Ever SD drive? card
0: loaded with the ROMs
1: yeah, yeah the Ever Drives I got one of those so my my hot take with the the Game Boy Advances is I think it's in terms of game library it's probably one of the best systems out there
0: a lot good, yeah. there's a lot of awesome
1: games, one. and I mean, maybe it's nostalgia. Like that's like, like just the timing of my life in which that came out, and and all my, the games on there. So my brother, be my some brother
0: was kind enough to give me one one solid hit, which is Shrek Two, the movie, the game. That's, so
1: that's all you to need. Hunter
0: for being so kind to part with Shrek Two, so that I could test <laughs> the Game Boy after I built it.
1: <laughs> very good. Well, I hope you get. Uh, I hope you get some other classics to. To, to, pr- yeah, um, to because
0: that's one I never actually played when it was out. That, uh, it's the type of game I'm very much into now. So I want to, want to catch up on Advanced Wars.
1: I actually played that for the first time kind of recently. Actually, my brother in law played it back in the day and I, and I played with him like, okay, this is actually cool. It was yeah. one of those games I looked at as a kid, but I never pulled the trigger and got I would have liked it.
0: Yeah. Nice. I am, I'm big on those turn based strategy games now. So I definitely need to, need to go back and revisit that.
1: Yep. Yep. All That's right.
0: Then we got soccer to talk about.
1: We got soccer
0: to talk about, and Let's we conveniently all uh, again did not discuss it, but but managed to actually split up and 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 watch the games uh separate from each other when they were playing at the same time again this week. We're which- good at
1: accidentally coordinating.
0: It's uncanny and one of these weeks we're both gonna watch the same game when that happens. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, it's it's def- it's definitely gonna happen. But we divided and conquer. You uh, I guess you stayed home and watched the racing game, I presume.
0: Yeah, we we home. worked in our garden all day and we're just too tired to leave the house. So uh, That's fair. we, we, we walked because I also I figured since they were overlapping with each other, it was easier to track keep track of both games at the same time at home than it would have been yep. at the stadium. So
1: yeah, I try not to miss the uh the in-person activity so i uh, i was in attendance for Louisville city versus the lights but
0: but because, uh whoop, since whoop. since technically the racing game kicked off first we'll talk about that one first
1: yep. let's dive into it so zach what do you got how how did it go down how are you feeling about it the vibes good bad where are that
0: so 1-0 loss i i mean i think disappointing i, I think with how good the team has been playing Um, and especially with how that first half went, I I think it's disappointing to not at least come away with a draw there, because I felt like it was a fairly evenly overall and evenly contested game. I feel like racing was much better in the first half, and then North Carolina was better in the second half. Um, I think, I think a 1-1 draw would have been a fair result in that game. Uh, so, like, a little, little disappointing, uh, kind of they're at the point now where I think you want and expect to at least get one point, even on the road, even against a good team. Like, I mean, North Carolina has been on a good run. I think that was their fourth straight win against racing. So um, not like soul crushingly disappointed, but you know, and not, not the result. I think they could have gotten and and not the result they wanted. It, it seemed like they came out really strong also started the second half strong, and then North Carolina like put their foot on the on the gas, and it seemed like Racing was not able to come up with anything to counter that. Like once once North Carolina took hold of the game in the second half, Racing had almost nothing getting forward. So I think a little little bit to work on. I think it's hard not to think that it's just a weird week to play a game with all of the World Cup roster announcements. We'll get into the news later, but it's gotta be weird. Like getting calls from black co and having like your dreams from a little kid come true. And then having to play a game on Saturday, <laughs> it's probably yeah. like a weird a situation. Um, But uh, I don't know, not though. I'm not angry, but I definitely wanted that point.
1: Yeah. I mean, just kind of holistically looking at it. I'm kind of in that, that weird middle ground with you. Like you, you look at the table, North Carolina sitting, sitting up in second and you're like ah, you know it was only one nail we 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 kept it close like that's good but at the same time they've the also not ever elevated. gotten the
0: point against North Carolina and the longer that goes on the more it's like can we can we just get a draw at least at some point
1: okay at least this one was close but <laughs> you know like the, sta- the standards for racing, they're, they're, they're raising like, this is, this is clearly a better okay. team and we're starting to see that. So I totally get the perspective of like, we really at least want a point from that. And to be honest, like these are the kinds of teams that you need to get something against if we want to really seriously enter the, the playoff picture. Cause right now I looked at it today, 538, wasn't looking super favorably on, on racing. I want to say it was like a 25% ish chance of, of making real playoffs. it
0: real strong. Yeah.
1: So, um, so it will be tough. So I, you know, I hope it's not like one one point margins don't come back to hurt us, and then we look back at games like this of like what could have been.
0: It's like it's realistically possible for them to make it. It's like they don't have to finish unreasonably strong. They don't have to just suddenly become the best team in the league, but like they do have to improve from where they've been results wise if they're gonna not be doing playoffs.
1: themselves any favors.
0: It's not, it. It's not out of the. It's not out of the cards yet, but it's definitely like time is running out for, for them to go on a run. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned that standards are raising. I would say like year one or year two, they play they have a half like that first half and look really good against a team like North Carolina. I'll be like, I'm happy with that game. And I think it 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 says a lot about about where the team has gotten to that I'm no longer happy with that. Like that's that's not it's not good enough to just look like the better team for the first half.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm still like actively like mentally shifting myself. I, I initially look at it, I'm like, oh, we only lost by one on the road. Like that's not bad, but I have to like, like recalibrate. Like, wait, we're a better team like than than we were before. Like we we this is the kind of stuff where I should be expecting results. So I'm still calibrating, but, but 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 I, but I hear you. I'm sure a lot of fans are that way. But again, I hope this isn't a match we we look back on in the past on on that could be like a make or break for us.
0: Clear the match for North Carolina was. Casey Murphy, the goalkeeper. I say anytime your goalkeepers of the match, that's that means bad things about your defense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was watching the one sequence. It was like a little after the 30-minute mark where we, we were putting them in a dangerous position. We had a header just like slightly before that, that she was able to stop. So Ooh, that one was real close, too. So I had a little more zing on it.
0: I don't know who actually got the header, but Ersick was making a back post run, and if she was like one step further ahead, she would have been able to tap that in. It was just about across. across.
1: I'm clicking through now, seeing if I can find it. Was that Hal? It might have been Hal. Might have
0: been Hal. I was thinking it was, it was either Hal or Piqui Amsa.
1: I think it's, I think it's, um, it's Hal. It was kind of at a weird camera angle, but yeah. I mean, so at least they, they sh- showed signs of life it wasn't some like one-way traffic or anything so there are positives to take from it but yeah you got you got to think that, that all this world cup stuff coming up had to be a little bit of a distraction for both sides honestly yeah i don't know if you have any additional thoughts on it why we're talking about it. did you just want to go ahead and talk about all the, all the, the world cup news. news we, got, we yeah. had a
0: lot of, of a racing lot news this week. yeah uh yeah so team usa roster announced uh, i think a lot of other countries' rosters announced as of last week. Chiviak had already left to go to the camp for Australia. Big news was that uh, due to a unfortunate injury of Becky Salbrad, well, that, not a new injury, but she's not recovered in the amount of time that she was expecting to. Uh, Savannah DeMello got DeMello got named last minute to the to the roster for the World Cup for the national team. Becoming the first player in 20 years to make a World Cup roster without having a cap for the national team, senior team yet, which is Oops. an interesting little, little yeah. thing. I think 2003 was the last time that happened.
1: Outstanding and much deserved. Just to be honest, I was prepared to be furious at Vladko for, for looking over her. I knew it was a good sign when he showed up to a match to see her in action, but that you know that didn't seal the deal yet.
0: I mean it was one of those cases where she, especially after the injury was announced, like if she did not make the roster, then I think you're just saying that how well you play in the, in the OSL just doesn't matter at all.
1: And you can't, you can't send that There's, kind of signal. She could
0: not have played any better this season.
1: Yeah. There, I mean, there has to be value for, for, for league play. It's got to It's got to mean something in the context of, of the national team picture. And, and I'm glad that it did in, in Savannah's case. So, bravo to her.
0: Yeah, I think she forced his hand. I mean, like, I I think he really didn't have a choice with how good she's been playing. Oh yeah,
1: I mean, she did everything in her power to to put herself on that plane. Yeah,
0: so incredible. Super happy for her. Um, it does it does do some interesting things to the racing roster for this next uh, oh, yeah. month plus. Because in addition to Demelo, who's like, that's a a new announcement. Um, yeah, l- like I mentioned, Chidi- Chidiak's already left. Um, so she'll be gone for from now till the World Cup is over. Um uh Kanu was just announced. Uh she's on the Nigeria roster, but excited for her for that. I think we all it was not official, but I think we were all expecting that announcement. Yes. Um, um Ari Borges, uh, another one that was not official until recently, but not a surprise. Uh, she, she will be representing Brazil. Um, uh, Wong. Wong Shuang. Uh, it has officially been announced for China. And uh, Tem, Tembi too, correct? And Timbi Katlana for yeah. uh South Africa. Am I? I think that's everyone. Literally. I'm actually browsing through the roster to make sure
1: we don't miss anybody. Like that's a lot of people.
0: Yes. That's is that five or six? I lost count.
1: I wasn't counting either. Somewhere in that range. Either yeah. way, a lot. And that's really <laughs> exciting.
0: Um, I but I think <laughs> the reason I said that I, I am very curious to see the lineups this next month. Um a lot of attacking midfielder <laughs> in that in that group. Uh, either i mean like demello who is our lock for sure starting attacking midfielder but i by my count like 3 of the players you would choose as her backup there are also on that list i mean like um wang shuang last season uh, she is she's been playing mostly wing this season but last season played attacking midfield for us for a little bit chidiac um i think that's actually she it's actually her the better position for her as attacking midfield, even though she's been playing sort of wing for us mostly. Um, uh, Ari Borges, she's been playing more center mid for us, but also I think in a pinch, you would pick her to play that attacking midfield spot. So um, I think by my count, we had... Uh, de mello and then like three of the players we would replace her with all all leaving for the world cup uh and also i mean borges has been our starting center midfield so we're down to basically just how of our of our first choice midfield three uh and and are missing out on a lot of our second choices there so i was kind of curious what i wanted to what do you how do what do you think the team will look like like I, you think we go with the formation change do you think um hey i I have some thoughts we discussed a little bit for the pod but I'll let you take a crack first uh who are you who is are we staying with a four three three or are we changing up things and, and if we're staying who, do you, who do you who 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 is our starting three in the middle there
1: I'm going to lean towards maintaining our our, our tactical identity and, and sticking with the four, three, three, I'm absolutely not ruling out some sort of change there, but uh, I'm feeling like overall it might be easier for one player to adapt to that role versus doing some sort of four on formation change, which might make tweaks happen across the board. Now, as far as who's going to be fitting instead of midfielder spots, I think there's kind of multiple options you could kind of go about. Um, and again, we, we were talking about this before recording. We got too excited. We do that a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, talking about, um, you know, like Jordan Baggett could be a potential option. Well, I,
0: I think that's the, the easy choice there. I mean, she because she's been getting a lot of minutes there um, yeah. at the end of games. I think probably one of the big reasons the team signed her was for this specific right. situation. So I, right. I expect we see a lot of, a lot more minutes for Jordan Baggett than we've been seeing. Uh, I think she probably slots into that attacking midfield position for us.
1: But I really like the one that you, you were bringing up when we were first talking about. Did you want to share that that thought? Yeah.
0: So, I mean, we talk about how versatile she is, even though she's basically only played outside back for us all season this season. But uh, Lauren Ballet is a very capable midfielder. Um, so I mentioned I I would probably expect we see – Baggett and Malay get a lot more minutes in the midfield. And then someone like um, um Holloway or or um Wine uh get those minutes at outside back that Malay had had been getting. That probably uh I, I would say they would be the two players probably that see the biggest increase in big field in midfield minutes. And then as far as formation changes go, I, un, one option we have is we we could possibly see um because right the team's had a lot of success lately at playing uh howell as that uh single defensive midfielder but i think we could see the team maybe switch to a little bit more of a double pivot double pivot and have pukayamsa and Howell both playing midfield at the same time with kind of have two two defensive midfielders. I think that's another option that would give the team a little more depth in the midfield
1: what about um what about like Amina now she's coming back from yeah, from injury. I, I you think gonna, she could flex over
0: I was gonna mention that probably perfect timing for Amina being uh ready because another player who I think is at heart an attacking midfielder but just due to the roster has had to play a wing a lot for racing so I, I think definitely see see her get some minutes there i think it will be interesting i I think we're gonna see a lot much i mean for sure just with who's gone but i think we're gonna see a lot different look than we have i think it's actually someone uh, on the broadcast mentioned this during the north carolina game i think it's at the end of the day really good for the team because i think a lot of players who we could ask to get some important minutes late in the season that have not played much are gonna get some serious minutes in in this World Cup break, um, and thankfully because the, because the league actually did the schedule in a way that makes at least a little bit sense this time. It's not all gonna be it's not gonna be a ton of regular season games um, because a big chunk of that World Cup break is gonna be um, uh, Challenge Cup games where the team already has a fairly comfortable. Uh, there are three games played and three wins. So they're in a, like they're sitting pretty well already. And so if you're wanting to be experimenting with the roster, that's that's like a perfect opportunity to do it.
1: I'm actually kind of excited about it. I like seeing very different looks. I remember being really excited for which one was that? Was that when Louisville City played Memphis where we were playing like a, a back three with Elijah back there and then uh Martin Powell's and uh, Cam started up top of Just something like totally different well, than and, we've ever seen.
0: And it's the prospect of I mean, we, I don't know how match fit she is, but like a, a hobby horse that I have had for the last two years is that Ekic needs to be getting more minutes than she's getting. And this is like a great opportunity for that. Oh, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely want to see the hometown hero play some more. So the more the more I think about it, the more we talk about it, the more I'm leaning towards like it probably will, we will re- maintain the same formation. But again, you're talking about that double pivot before. I'm not ruling that out. I think it's an
0: option just for depth.
1: Yeah. 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 And I guess depending on like who you're playing and, and what you're expecting them to do. Could be something to keep in the back pocket. But it'll be interesting to see. Again, I, I I like I like mixing it up. I like seeing newness there. So it'll be fun.
0: Also, congratulations to everybody going to the World Cup. I really awesome to have this many players. I, I mean, like, you know, it it kind of sucks to have to I don't know, play around with the roster for a while, but I, I think Way more offset by how how fun it's gonna be to get to watch so many teams with a racing player on them in the World Cup. I think I don't know. I think it makes the World Cup more interesting for everyone here. I think it's definitely gonna help um give the team a boost at, from the world. I mean, the NWSL teams always get a World Cup boost. There's always like a big attendance jump after the World Cup completes and those last like part of the season after the world cup. And I think just having so many racing players for people to see in the world cup this year is I think just going to make that even better for racing. So I, I expect we, we are big beneficiaries of the post world cup attendance boost.
1: Now let's just hope that they, uh, they play hot and are looking good during that bump. So we could get to get some new fans hooked and, and coming back on the reg.
0: Yeah, let's that's us say the dream. if you pair that, like if they play well in the Challenge Cup and they're they're making it to, you know, elimination rounds, and, and that, that just like picks up more steam. So, yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah, cool, cool. Well, excited for all that. Tell you what, let's go ahead. We're going to cut to a commercial break. We'll face the we bills. We'll talk about Louisville City. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: Welcome back to the Vamos Promos podcast. I'm Zach, and I'm Benton. All right, Benton. So uh, we covered the racing game, and we also had a little city game going on at the same time. You know a little bit more about that one than me because I was kind of focused on the racing game.
1: It was uh, a, it was, it was a great night out there. I mean, beautiful weather, um, pride celebrations, and ultimately it was a win. So 6-81. what more could you ask for? Yeah. Uh, um, how did
0: you feel about that? They played Las Vegas. I. I'm a bad podcast host. I didn't even uh, we expected Las Vegas to be very bad coming into the season. Uh are they how, how they are, are, they? Bad. are they're, they're bad.
1: They're dead last.
0: Okay. They, they are bottom dead. of the West. They're below so Hartford. We were correct. We were correct in that. We actually did a prediction correctly. Woo! That was
1: kind of low-hanging yeah. fruit though, because when has so Vegas ever not been the worst?
0: uh 1-0 victory against the worst team in the West at home.
1: Um not super great um first off disappointed everybody didn't boo the hell out of carlton as soon as he got subbed on later in the match i was booing because i forgot he was on vegas yeah
0: that's not a good city for him (laughs) there's too much stuff to do at night in las vegas you can't sign him there
1: (laughs) well he's that much farther from the capital forever that's worth but
0: that's a good point
1: all right now that i got my carlton joke out of the way um no i mean yeah, we got the win. That's all that matters at the end of the day, right? But like, it's 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 another case of like, hey, where's our goals? Like, and goal differential
0: still negative. Don't like that.
1: Yeah, it, it got pretty late until until we scored, and it took Brian Ome coming into the match and really unlocking them. And it's sad that we we were keeping the pressure on. Like the entire match was pretty much in their final third. We had like we had like two thirds of the possession. They they had like you know obviously very little no shots on target. It was basically one leg traffic, but we couldn't crack the code of the worst team in the league until Brian Omi came on, which again, very thankful we have him, but the man is going to turn 33 in July. He's not going to be on this team forever. He, he still might have a couple more years left in him, but I'm still left to is Like, what do we do when he's not in the picture? You know, what do we do when he's retired? What if he gets some sort of long-term injury? Like, what, what's our what's our game plan? How do we break down teams because we struggled against the the worst team? I mean, there were some created opportunities, some misses, but I mean, something's gonna happen. We gotta create more if we're if we're gonna be bad at scoring, or we gotta score the very few that we do create. So, something's gotta give there, and that's kind of my 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 lingering it's, it's thought. Takeaway:
0: scored in the East right now.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a pretty bad picture, and I mean, by and large, we had a full a full strength lineup like ready to go you know we don't we didn't have many excuses for that one so um i mean that that's the one one thing i can't i can't shake about this match like yeah it was all good it, everything except for the lack of scoring about the match was was pretty good but again it's just been an ongoing problem well, and if a team scored. like vegas you would have liked very, to have scored more
0: very few chances so it's not like they were peppering them with shots and just like Oh man, they got to they got to shoot better, they got to finish oh, yeah. better. They're, they're just not even getting chances.
1: But even in some of the matches where there were chances created, we we've just struggled to convert that. So that's where my focus is specifically in the scoring element, but they kind of go hand in hand. I feel like we kind of go go back and forth on what's the bigger problem with but, it. But
0: it, I would say the lack of creating chances is the newer problem, which is why I'm more concerned about it. Yeah, uh, and it they, and it took. They fine had to the like, that. oh, we're getting our shots. We just got to put them away before. And I think like it, that's like a soccer trope. I think everyone says that. I am much more concerned right now that they're not even getting the shots in the first place. Yeah, so, so that's a much more complicated problem to solve.
1: Yeah, so so definitely lingering problems there. But when you like when you when you reel things back and look back at a, in a bigger scope, we're still in a really good spot. Let me pull up the table here. We have we have 25 points and we're about to play Pittsburgh. Who's first they have 30 points. So we're five points behind them. We do have a game in hand and all the teams ahead of us have 28 points. So, so a three point win there can put us right in line with them. And we have a game game in in Charleston. Yep. We have, we have games in hand on everybody, but Memphis. So Tampa, Charleston and Pittsburgh, and like you said, Charleston, have two games in hand. So still relatively like big picture in, in a good position, but like right now things just don't, feel good because we it's we don't have a lot of confidence and i've noticed a little bit of a change in 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 coach cruz's like language talking about it relatively early on it was very much like i'm not worried about it like this happens every year it'll fix itself and more so he's he's a little bit more admitting like yeah he's a little bit more admitting that like like, it's a problem this
0: is where i like to jump in like like i think on a surface level like going through patches where they've not they don't score Is a thing that happens every year that's just soccer. No one, no one keeps up the goals all year long from finish to finish. But like the not having low XG and not getting a lot of shots and not creating a lot of chances is not a problem they have every year. That's like a new problem. Usually when they have a stretch where they're not scoring, like the the shots and the expected goals are there. It's just like sometimes ball don't go in. Yeah. This is a new, this is a new problem for them. I, I think it's, it is not the type of thing that they've faced before where it's like they're, they're just not able to create chances at the pace they have been historically.
1: Yeah. And I know, I know one excuse that's, that's thrown around in this conversation is injuries. We have had a lot of injuries and they've happened at different intervals and whatnot, but um I guess my rebuttal or thought with that is it's like every team kind of deals with this to, to some extent at the end of the day, the history books aren't, aren't going to put an asterisk next to your, well, your point like, total and say you had injured players.
0: The team shouldn't be this relying on
1: Ombi. Like exactly. Hey, yep. There has to be some sort of other dynamic. You have playmaker to be able to, like- to
0: create scoring chances without Ombi on the field. Cause he's just not, he's not going to play every minute. Like, uh, so, yep. so
1: we're um, so that's God that's definitely, to a to, definitely a situation, definitely a situation that they continue to watch. And, and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know what the, the answer is there. I mean, I feel like we've tried a lot of permutations of player. Maybe it's been a lack of consistency in the starting 11. That's, that's been part of that problem. But, you know. Who's to say in situation. To keep an eye on. Again, we got the win. That's really kind of all that matters at the end of the day. And another positive that I did want to call out is the, the tribute to Josh Widener before the match. Did you get to watch the video that they showed at the match? They tweeted it
0: out later. I saw the video on Twitter. that yeah. match.
1: It, it was really cool and special. It was really well done. I'm glad that we got to have a send out for him. He came out in the field and you could see he was getting emotional, kind of waving to the fans. I'm, it meant something to him. And I think that's, that's really cool from a, from a fan's perspective. I'm really happy that we got the opportunity to see him play here in his hometown. And I'm eager to watch him as his career continues to develop and unfold. So I'm glad he just didn't like, you know, up and disappear. We got, we got that, that last goodbye to him and it kind of celebrate him for, for a moment. So that was a, that was a particularly cool moment of the match. Um, but yeah, that was, um, Oh yeah, I knew I had to call out, um, two more things actually caught it. one is Niles' return to the uh to oh, the regular so season play. Back. Yep, he's uh maybe that maybe that can help with the creation piece a bit but uh he came back first in the uh the the friendly earlier yeah. in the week. But so I wanted to, I wanted to catch on the friendly a return. little bit
0: because you mentioned Winder. We got to see a lot more of the kids in the friendly.
1: Oh we did. I was super excited about that. Yeah, I kind of I almost forgot for a minute that 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 happened. But yeah, that that friendly was cool. Let me just do the one more thought on um on the Las Vegas lights, Manny Perez. He had a great match coming back
0: from injury. He I looked was like he didn't gonna a mention, Like low key, a chunk of their trouble creating goal scoring chances problems it could be not just Ombi, but I think Manny being out hurts them a lot. There, like he makes a lot of runs, he puts a lot yeah. of crosses in. I think, I think not having Manny available for for the last couple of weeks yeah. has definitely not helped the the attack.
1: He looked like he was on limited minutes, but while he was on there, he was, he was really dazzling and doing his Manny thing and he won man at the match honor. So that was, that was definitely well-deserved, but um, I did want to make sure that I shouted him out because he had a, had a good performance, but yes, to your point, totally forgot about the friendly we should definitely talk about that because that was a very cool, special thing for our club.
0: They played the kids.
1: They played the kids. Yes. Um, You know, for me, I didn't care at all about the school line or anything about that. It was more about just kind of the overall experience. One of the big things, yeah, a lot of young guys got onto the pitch. Very cool. A lot of them have some of them have uh, collegiate things lined up already.
0: Uh, also, at, man! At
1: various colleges.
0: Dude scores a goal on you, laying down on the ground and deflecting it in with his head. I think you just you just clap. You just more <laughs> power to cool. you if you're. I... You to score goal like that, then that I'm not angry.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it was real. Um, I'm really glad that happened. It was a really cool goal. I was watching it actually from the um, from the press box and up there in that match happened to be uh, Manuel Verth, the uh, transfer market guy. Are you familiar with him? No. Oh, he's a. He's a big guy at, at transfer market. He just, he, he happened to, to show up because he's a, uh, he's, he's German, but he lives in Canada. He oh, was cool. super impressed by that so, you know he's tweeting it out. And so you're seeing, um, you're seeing a lot of uh, talk That's about weird. like little city and stuff.
0: I can honestly say that is, I have never seen a goal scored that way. <laughs>
1: it was yeah it was very goofy very odd and um they actually got terrence boyd the the u.s international who scored the goal for kaiser Clouton to do media after the match and he had two staples in his head because he got like kind of like kicked or nicked or something in the head from going down like that you know some getting again attention to him a- after he that, was that not goal playing like
0: it was a friendly <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that dude is. that dude came to <laughs> to go to work he
1: was um he was looking sharp um but it, it was really cool, like I'm um, talking and hearing from them. Um, it was also really cool all the Kaiserslautern fans that showed up. Um, I heard some I fans like show up from like Sweden and stuff expecting. like
0: that. Which yeah, I guess like, I have no idea because they're they're an old team. They're like a pretty historic team over there, even though they're in the second division right now. Um, right, and you know Louisville is much closer than Germany. Basically, anywhere in the United States, <laughs> so. I'm guessing it was probably like a fairly wide net that cast. I, I, yeah. I like I, I wasn't I didn't get to speak to anyone, but I'm guessing people probably came from fairly far away for that.
1: Yeah. And you have to imagine the military ties play a big thing into it. Right. So you have the big uh, U.S. military installation that's like right right there in town and not. And we have Fort Knox right here in town, too. So a lot of these military personnel who might be you know, in the area might have experience have been over there, not to mention the people around the country or other parts of the globe even. Um so they had a good turnout. They had all sorts of banners and stuff hung. And after the match they did that the kind of proper like European like away day sort of thing where the whole team like went over to the corner where they're at and they're they're clapping and singing like very like European style you very see cool like when you're watching stuff. So it was very impressive. It was a very cool display. Um I think fun was had by all. Oh yeah, and they also gave away this the, the little Stein giveaway. No, they didn't give them away; you had to buy like a beer purchase with them. But it was pretty cool okay. that there's a little commemorative uh, thing to to go oh, along I with that. didn't catch
0: that? They had little beer Steins.
1: Yeah, actually, let me grab Very that. Very
0: neat. Uh, but yeah, I I love that we finally got an international friendly. I mean, it's the thing we've been saying since the stadium was built that like one of the things we wanted most was a was a really fun, international friendly. And we finally got that. Oh, ben got yeah. The beer stein.
1: yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Listeners. You can't see that here, but uh, fun beer Stein. So yeah, there you go.
0: That was a fun one. And like we mentioned got to see a lot of Academy players that we've not had a chance to, to see much of, uh, I mm-hmm. wanted to cool really yeah. shout out, uh, Oh, they do not have the lineups listed. Uh, I'm going to get his name, the defender, uh, um
1: Jabari Rashid?
0: Yep. Jabari Rashid yep. looked really good, I thought. Um
1: yeah. He's I, I, um
0: I, and he he they announced the next day he signed a academy uh contract. So he will be available uh for USL matches for the rest of the season. Yep. I think he's committed to UK, UK. which is uh I I am happy about.
1: So the players that got in were were Jack Travis, Gio Chavez, Jabari Rashid, Dakota Hart, and um what is his name? Colin Elder. I'm sorry, I forgot his name. I knew he had played. Elder before. we've seen. Yeah, we've seen we've seen Elder before, but these were the Academy kids coupled with uh, who else was on the field? We had um Carlos was on the field and um Owen Dom. So, yeah. I mean, oh, all, all, yeah all, all in all, we had we we got a bunch of young, like kids who came through the academy. On the pitch, and I think that's really cool. And I can't understate how important the academy system is going to be long term for this club. Being able to produce like young local talent, like it gives like it really gives a sense of investment within the community that I don't think you often see as much in other sports. So I think it's it's a really cool thing, and I was thrilled to death that that we got so many kids playing oh, in a yeah, we, like that. We
0: didn't mention it, but um, we talked about expats. Uh, big night for Zimla, I, I think. I saw some interviews with him. Like, really cool for him to get to play um, against like a historic team like that from from Germany, where he's from.
1: I think it was actually his like his like youth club's like rival. Yeah. like I think he was kind of like roughly from the area, so it was more than just so that like the same countrymen. Cool
0: aspect of that friendly.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was really we got neat. One so, more. I
0: mean,
1: yeah, we do. Yeah, against that against that that second division uh, Mexican team, Adelante. Unfortunately, I won't be in attendance for that one going to go to dc that weekend so you're gonna to have to be the boots on the ground for that match
0: i i will i will be there for that one so i'm, I'm actually Interpress i'm sad box, like second. you watch this one
1: <laughs> my friend my friends didn't show up so i'm like all right i'm just gonna hang out up here then so um yeah it was it was a fun it did oh yeah randomly it started storming for about like three minutes like it started pouring real hard and then it just kind of stopped so um, it didn't really ruin the match experience, but we got a few cool pictures from that brief downpour. I thought they turned out. I thought some of them I saw floating around turned out really well, neat with all the kind of raindroplets falling around the players as they're running around. All right, Zach. Well, let's um, let's look ahead at the at the schedules. I do want to talk about that a little bit. I know on the Louisville City side, next up is Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is first in the East, so this is kind of a big deal for big hey, game. For for Louisville City, um, we've mentioned they've not
0: had the best form. Like, good way to make up for it. For it is is taking some points away from the team in first right here.
1: Yeah, that would be that'd be absolutely massive. It's, I mean, it's gonna be a tough ass going on the road. I, I think it's awesome that we got to win. Some at least some positive momentum going into that. I mean, obviously, just still some question marks or I guess lack of confidence on the uh, in the final third. But still, all in all, walking into that one coming off a of win has to has to do something good, right? So definitely something to keep an eye on. And then also on Saturday, earlier in the day, it's racing at OL Rain.
0: I was about to say, we got so excited about World Cup stuff, we forgot to mention that we do have a, a game against the Rain coming up.
1: Yes. So, um, again, another uh, another opponent above racing in the table. These are the kind of matches they Although, have to win if they want to be in the playoff picture.
0: Opponent that they've historically played much better than North Carolina. Mm. It's really like they've they've had they have a surprisingly good record against rain um considering like it's 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 portland and north carolina are are the monkey on their back that those are the two teams that they just can't get points against so i i will the team will have turned a big corner when they're getting points against portland and north carolina so all around i mean
1: saturday's a pretty uh Pretty big day yeah. for for soccer holdings in terms of their 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 team successes. Um, racing have an opportunity to to make that playoff push. Meanwhile, Little City have an opportunity to kind of right the wrongs of some of the earlier season start their climb back up into rightful position of first place. Rainer
0: in third right now. So top top of the table matches for both teams this weekend. Yeah,
1: big time, big time for them. So and thankfully they're not paired right on top of each other, so we can like properly watch them.
0: Finally, yeah. Finally, I know. I don't. I don't like having the games going on at the same time. I don't like having to yeah. have two TVs in the living room. Like I, I, I can't split my attention like that.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't love it either. So, at least they're they're relatively limited. The amount of times that that happens. So. All right, Zach. Do you have any final thoughts to share with our listeners before we depart?
0: Uh, I'm just gonna say the thing that I've committed. I'm just saying this every every game until it happens. We need. We need a way to watch the game from the <laughs> from the playground for us people with kids.
1: I thought you were talking. I thought you were going to talk about rating and reviewing the podcast.
0: Oh, rate and review. We got more ratings. Er, and, more, and more reviews. Er,
1: look at us go! I know. Thank you so much, yeah. listeners. You for, guys are
0: great. I I don't understand what you find appealing about us, but I appreciate it.
1: It's your charm, Zach. <laughs>
0: that's not good for us.
1: Yeah. So rate and review and give Zach a TV screen. So his kid can play with the inflatables and he can watch the match.
0: Yeah. I noticed there's a, there's a light pole right next to that playground. You already got electricity there. Just throw a, t- throw a TV up there so I could watch so that I don't have to play the good, good yell or bad yell game every time i'm over there and i hear the whole stadium erupt and i can't tell if a good thing happened or a bad thing happened
1: i I was gonna say you could stream on your phone but i I, i'm assuming it's gonna be on some sort of delay and so you're like the the cheering and stuff would really throw you off you know there's a cheer, then five seconds five ten seconds later something happens on the screen
0: also it's it's the stadium's job to let me watch the game at all the places in the stadium i don't i shouldn't have to use my own phone
1: that's fair. I'm just I'm just trying to find solutions for you. I don't disagree with you though.
0: If you're gonna have a playground. You want people to use during the game. You gotta be able, have a way to watch the game. I hear
1: you. I hear you. All right. All right. Well, listener, we will let you move on to anyway. Let's that's podcast my that's my list.
0: new that's my new no vegetarian options for this season is is TV at the playground.
1: Yeah. All right. Everybody, help peer pressure the uh, the club so Zach can stop complaining about it
0: yeah and if it if it's happen if happens like last year they're just going to take all the tvs out of the stadium everywhere
1: (laughs) all right we're shutting this thing down thank you guys so much for tuning in we will be back next week and if not we will tweet out in a more timely manner to let you know that we won't be but we will
0: we'll be back i'm calling it
1: yeah we'll be back we'll be back so all right take care and we'll talk later vamos morados
0: bye y'all